You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Rob. Hey. Rob, do you do you get the friendship aspect when someone has like the same name as you like me? Or do you get like the you're my enemy type aspect? Uh, more friendship. I think um, I if I had to, there's kind of like there's, there's a common ground and easy to remember. Because <laughs> I'm terrible with names and I really, really should be better. I wish I could be, but you know, no, I it's. Someone the same name with me. I've always had a thing with, I don't know about you. If you have something with Bob or Bobby, I've always been so adverse to, I don't mind if somebody calls me Rob, Robert. Oh, yeah, I mean, see, Robbie's a little, a little I, off, but I'm the opposite, man. If somebody, I, I knocked that Bobby shit out. First thing when they say that to me, I'm like, no, 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 we don't, we can say Robbie. That's my nickname is Robbie. They'll go, what about Robert? Okay. And I'm like, oh, when you say Robert, my neck hair stand up. Cause whenever I'm getting yelled at, it's, that's the word like Robert. I'm like, whoa. Like I obviously did something wrong, but like I started noticing it recently. My body's like, does it ever get weird that no one says your name in a podcast when they're talking to you? And I'm like, you know what? I started noticing that. I was like, yeah, it, it's weird that I actually hear somebody say my name. Yeah, I, I think while Robbie was my my maternal grandmother called me Robbie. So that's kind of off limits to everybody else. Um, Rob, Robert's fine. And when I was in grade nine, I don't know if you're up here in Canada, we have like uh, you get a little homeroom before you start your, your day in high school. Yeah. And there was another Robert. And first day he he said, oh, just call me Bob. So from there on out throughout high school, I was Rob, he was Bob. And that was, there was no crossing or anything. He was just like, okay, that's it. Here did, we go. You, did you have like a wonder twin moment where you guys would just like beat the shit out of everybody else in school? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. No, we had a thing. I was, I was a music guy and he was athlete guy. So we had, he was kind of, he was the arch nemesis. <laughs> he was the Bob. He was the bizarro to my Superman or I was the bizarro to his Superman, whatever. I'm sure he'll say that, but but there yeah, was, um, I will say for me, it was, uh, my name is Robbie Robertson. So people always, when they said my name, said it like a disease and then they would go into it like, like the guitar player. And I'm like, no, not like that asshole that took the whole fame from his band. And I just saw the documentary on Hulu. I just watched it because it was like, keep, it was like keeping up with the Kardashians, but it was keeping with Robbie Robertson. I was like, all right. It's about fucking time. I want to meet the guy who controls my Twitter. Like, I don't have the handle because that dude, does. even though he doesn't make new music, he has his tweets. I mean, like 10 a day. I mean, back to back to back. And I'm like, man, you're the reason why I can't own a Twitter handle. Yeah, I'm, uh, um, I don't have that. I, I do agree with you. It's, it's discouraging when you hear, um, you know, great musicians and people you may have looked up to or listened to their music or been just like, Oh, wow. They're they're Even if you know, don't like their music, you say, Oh, they're talented. But, and then you hear they're a dick. It's like, and now it kind of ruins it when you hear their song. My last name is cast C A S T. That's not a podcast thing. That's just my literal, I am Robert cast. So for me, it was almost serendipitous once this podcast thing started happening because it's literally in my name. It was, 
You yeah. know what I mean? So my my partner, uh, my podcast partner, Roman, we, we call our show the Roman Pod and Cast because I'm he's Roman and I'm Cast, right? So that's where my thing happened. But I also Googled and I checked it out. There are a few podcasts named the Rob Cast. Yeah. And Rob Lowe's Cast think, is called that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I should. Uh, I should. You guys are pretty litigious down there in the States, right? I can sue, can I? <laughs> Probably. It depends on who that. I, I didn't, nobody had my show name. And then suddenly after a, probably a year of me doing this, I started looking there with people like out of the blue, out of the black, out of the, out of ashes. And I was like, but at least when you type in my name, it's the first one that comes up. I'm like, at least like, then Dr. Phil did my spin. Like I had a spinoff podcast called Phil in the blanks. And then I stopped it after a while. He calls his Phil like P H I L in the blank. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, can I sue Dr. Phil? Cause I'll sue you for a bunch of shit just because <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're um we're not quite like that up like i said i i say it in jest but we we're not as litigious as you guys down down there it's um we do you can sue like civilly but it's just i don't know maybe we're too polite i guess i don't know what's up <laughs> yeah it's my, one of those all things all my giant podcast friends are from uh canada i got my one buddy high spoon david he's been on a few times he just does zero views why high and then okay my other buddy i was wearing a shirt the other day bag milk that's not a fucking thing in america bag milk is not a thing but it's a thing nope. in canada yeah yeah we uh we have bag milk uh, we don't put our milk in cartons well we do, we can you we you can get it in cartons but yeah we have uh Canadians, I guess I'm about four hours, four and a half hours drive north of Toronto right now. I used to live in Toronto proper for the last, in and out for the last 20 years, but I moved back to my hometown. So it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> like without being, without being, you know, in, uh, to uh, have that stereotype. But yeah, we got, we got a good solid five months where you don't want to go outside. So podcasting, it's, you know, it's, it, it fits right in there with, hey, we're staying inside. We're not going anywhere. What uh would you say you typically talk about on your podcast? We uh Roman and I just we used to do like weird headlines because that was kind of the we just recorded our 257th episode. Oh, congrats. We do it weekly. Yeah, we do it. Thank you. We do it weekly and we've never missed a week. That's He's missed a few, but at that we got that Kyle Ripken thing going. And actually I don't want to say that because next this tomorrow when we record, something will happen and we will miss. <laughs> So, but that, it's just been something we do and it's, we knock it out. It's a half hour show. We used to do weird headlines. Now we just shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't have the sensor on us. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have any patron. We don't have anything like that, but just, but we're not beholden to anybody either. You know, shit, we, every week, dude, that's, that's why I like the consistency factor of that stuff, dude. I like it when, you know, even if it's like, it's a bit of a challenge after a while. I mean, it depends on how your show goes. Like I, I could never do a show with too much structure. It just makes it impossible for me because in the amount of work, like you hear people doing audio dramas and stuff. I'm like, no wonder you release once every couple of months, the fucking amount of effort you're putting into this. Me, I just clip off the front, clip off the back and then fucking upload an episode. Like I don't do a whole lot. Yeah, that's with us too. And also too, we, you, you start a rhythm whenever, like there's been the odd time where I've had somebody else on other than Roman and it, you find your rhythms off a little bit. You find you're hopping on each other a little bit, but we're, um, it's just, and I literally just shoot the shit with my buddy for a half hour every week. You know, it's not hard, but we, we stay topical. Like if there's, you know, recently we've had, um, 
the, you know, Super Bowl and everything else. And like, we're football fans and we're just pop culture fans, I guess. And also, do we keep our eye on what you guys are doing with your elections and whatnot? I'm here. <laughs> like, we're pretty, it is fascinating because up until a year ago, both Roman and I lived like an hour away from the American border. Right. So it's, and everything we do is affected by what you guys do in the States. Yeah. Like when Biden passes something, you guys experience the same kind of things too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because trading, um, um, when Trump was in, he had a bunch of different, um, uh, tariffs and embargoes and stuff like that. It, and I'm a contractor by day. So it, you know, it affected the bottom line, right? There's different it gets, things. It gets so sensitive though. When we, well, like, all my Canadian buddies were sending me Snapchats when the uh, whatever the Capitol Hill was being raided. And I was getting so fucking pissed off. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. We know we're seeing it too. But it's like so in the eyes. But then after a while, like they were they were complaining about something in Canada. I was like, oh, Canada isn't the fucking best there, is it, partner? It's like it, it happens everywhere. It's just oh, America's got it in the fucking wide eye view of things. It's like everyone's taking away their problems, looking at ours. I'm like, it is fascinating. It's like watching a fucking like uh, in China, for instance, they introduced the sister. And I was like, is this a fucking bachelor show? Like they introduced the evil sister into the leader mix. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's making you wait for next season to come out, you know? Right. And, and you know, but also, too, it's not a matter of uh, it's a lot more things are sensationalized. I mean, in the States, as far as you politically, but it's and it does have it's like sleeping next to the elephant you mean if you guys roll over we know it you mean like we are there there are there are actual we can we there we can see the change whenever you guys have an election or whenever the senate turns or whatever you mean like and but it's funny because with us we're kind of like the i mean like we have a different we have parliamentary system we have all like we're completely it's just weird because there's this imaginary line but we're very much the same because we're both sides are influenced by the same um, um, movies. You mean? I'm sure all of us were out to see Endgame on opening weekend. Uh, doesn't like we're, but there's this imaginary line that says, "No, once you're above this line, you're a socialist, or you have social leanings, and you got medic. You mean you got Medicare for all and all this other stuff? And then it just it's just different. It's weird. It's very bizarre. Yeah, because there's nothing. There's no. I'm sure we're just a couple of white dudes sitting here shooting the shit, and our heritage is probably very, very much the same. It just so happens when our um, grandparents or great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents got off the boat, did they get off in Newfoundland and here in Canada or did they get off, you mean, in, mm. in the, uh, the south of the border? It just... It's, it's also, weird. I think there's a giant one divider, I would say, which is the fact of freedom of speech. Like, the fact that America has that is like, that's why everyone's so tense and fighting each other all the time because people are just saying shit without any reparations or repercussions for what they're saying. I mean, I uh, said as a joke a while ago that people say shit just to say shit and you could find anything. I could pull up 10,000 tweets about Pepsi being racist. And the guy in an episode said that, no, that wouldn't happen. And I pulled up results while we were talking. And the next thing I know, I was like, you're seeing nowadays Coke being racist. You know, Coke had a thing about being less white. And I'm like, this only happens in fucking the place where they let you say anything you want to say, because then people just start tossing out tongue lashes or whatever the hell they want. Cause it's fun for them. And I'm like, hang on. These words were bad for a reason. Let's learn why they're bad and never say them or just toss them out. Like fucking candy at a parade. 
It, absolutely. We, um, much to people get confused, and even Canadians don't realize we don't have freedom of speech in that strict line. There are things, if I say something that um, causes you, you mean, then, then that's where we can get a little litigious because if I say something, I can't be like, oh, freedom of speech. It's like, no, what you said there cost me my business. You mean there are repercussions? You mean like you, you will have to, it's a hard sell in court. But we don't have that hard line freedom of speech. And it doesn't mean, oh, my God, I can't go to Canada. I can't say anything. No, no, no. I say whatever the fuck I want. It just, you're more, I'm not going to say anything to ruin someone's livelihood. You mean, you're not going to say anything to, like, it's just, we just, we don't have that hard line freedom of speech. But we don't notice we don't have it. Because, again, it's just in our DNA here, up here. Yeah, well, you don't have the ingrainedness, I would say, or the in your DNA to try and wreck somebody's life. Like nowadays, like with the no barriers on what you can say and stuff like that, people just they start tossing out stuff they don't realize they're wrecking something. Like uh, Joe Rogan, for instance, he mentioned something about like everyone's looking at the community guidelines for social media, like they're private owned businesses, so they can ban you if they should be able to ban you. But that becomes an issue because you also want to make sure you're getting the correct information, not just cited to your certain view. Uh, but people that are anonymous on social media, I wish people would always use their name because you're going to be less apt to come on my show and say something that's going to be in fucking sane if you're going by a pseudonym. But everybody wants a pseudonym now, and there's benefits to that too, such as a company's doing something horrible. You're able to expose that under a fake name and not lose your job. Like uh, I know um, I listened to a podcast with – I think his name's uh, Phil Demers, and he was one of the guys that Marineland in Canada is suing for like the past nine years for the horrible animal cruelty stuff down there that a lot of people don't know. And I'm like, that that's him. He's being sued. He's, his whole life is going down the shitter. That could easily be fixed if he had an alias or he wasn't using his real name. He had the fake like, you know, black, uh, whatever, where they black out your face in those uh, drug videos and stuff. And they give you the voice to sound a little bit different. <laughs> or perfect example if he had freedom of speech he could say whatever he want and then he wouldn't be sued for defamation by marine land yeah you know I mean but here there are he said something that really hurt their business and their business is horrible by the way don't like don't ever go to marine land but that's that that's there's a fine line you know I mean there there are repercussions for your for your actions and there's repercussions for what you say you know I mean it doesn't mean you have to we all have to shut up and bow down to corporations or to corporate lawyers up here but there is i mean he's he's in a tough spot and then he's making a stand for it but that's there's a, there's that subtle difference and marine land is literally it's about a par five to the american border <laughs> you know what i mean like it is literally you can get there five golf golf shots now, without have exaggeration you, have you been there i was there well when i was a kid everybody used to make that pilgrimage to did you notice any of the bad stuff when you were a kid no, no, it's just, it was like, that's where you went to see whales, you know, and they put on a show and then it wasn't until you got older and you're realizing, oh, that's not right. You know what I mean? Like, why are they, like, you mean, and then you're in a tough spot because they're in ca captivity and now they can't be in the wild. And now they got to, you know, it's like, it's just, it's, it's horrible. Damn. There's no, there's no reason. If you want to go see whales, go to, go somewhere where you can go whale, whale watching, you know what I mean? On, and when they're out and if you go out for the day and you don't see one oh well but if you do you know what it's you know it's just it's a horrible 
it's it's just a horrible business. I'm trying to have a theory on Disneyland because I'm like, if you were an adult and you looked at Marine Land differently than you did when you were a kid, then I would figure adults look at Disneyland differently than they were a kid. But all the fucking adults I know that go to Disneyland are like, and I think they're drugging them, like with the rock candy or whatever it is, or they're capturing. Because I've talked to people that work there, and I'm like, you're capturing that nostalgia feel. Like I think that's why people are so like they seem like they're on drugs is because they're living in like what they miss the most you know when they were a kid and they didn't have all the bills and problems in the world but i'm like man i just get a fucking weird fucking feeling about disneyland and mr rogers just those two are my big bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah i get i get i guess so we um disneyland is and disney world is huge here those are i've never been but it, those are kind of destination spots you know, I know a lot of families that do take that pilgrimage down there and and check it out and go for a week, but it's a, it's pricey, you know, and especially when the our dollar is seventy seven cents to yours to your one dollar, you know, it's that that extra twenty three cents, and if you're spending eight grand, that adds up pretty quick. Don't feel, but I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like five. <laughs> <laughs> eventually yeah. you just start looking like I, i'm not an amusement park guy i don't like roller coasters i don't like any of that stuff i could find a million other things to have more fun than go to disneyland but like everyone goes and they talk about they love it and then people even spend like their career working for it i'm like should we just look at the fact that you have a certain regulation being an employee there that you can't take photos of yourself out of costume you can't you have to be on scene 24 7 you can't do certain things i'm like it's like china it's like you don't have a whole lot of freedoms because you're abiding by the park and i get it they're paying you but still there you should have a a a line that should be drawn of how much a corporation can say about you yeah it's like wrestling kayfabe you know i mean they don't they can't break it they can't break it for the kids you mean they can't you can't see and again i haven't watched wrestling you mean uh, like all the time it it, it comes back it comes back the late 80s right like you mean so i remember back in the day when i was in high school and it was hogan and savage and you know i mean so but you you wouldn't catch them having a beer in a bar after a big match because you break you break the the, the cape. You can't see Donald Duck having a cigarette with his with his with his mask off and some dude because it breaks it for the kids. And it, again, there are far fine lines, but there's certain things like I I've heard a lot of weird stuff about Disney World, Disneyland. And Nobody what dies they, in it. They pronounce you dead outside the park, and that's how they get oh, away. Oh yeah, because nobody, nobody can die on the park. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. nuts to me. If my dad's heads off and rolling on the ground i want you to pronounce him dead where he died not where his head exactly. lands by you keep kicking it farther and yeah. farther out of the park <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly that's that joke where the cop there's an accident and there's a head on the highway and he's writing his report and he's like highway highway h-i-h-i-g-h-i ah, he scratches it out and kicks the head in the ditch head and ditch you know what I mean? it's just that's it's great dude i've never heard of yeah. that before so um i w- i wanted to we were talking about, I, I did a podcast. I'm a big uh, Star Wars guy too. I have a monthly show where I'm on buddy a Star owns Wars. Star Wars podcast. Oh, I only nice. go on for the what if episodes because I refuse to watch the new shit. Okay, there you go. So uh, I go, but I go to all the celebrations. I'm an astromech builder. I actually built an R2-D2. There's an astromech club. I'm not one of these guys that dresses up as a stormtrooper. That's that, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not for me. You know what I mean? So, but I got a real live um, life-size R2-D2 upstairs that rolls around and beeps and boops and all the other stuff. And I do a monthly Hold podcast. on a second. 
Does that get crazy? Because my buddy has four Roombas, and I swear to God, it is the most awful thing in the world. When they go and they unload the dirt, it sounds like a wind turbine going off. It's like, (laughs) ooh, and it just gets louder and louder. I'm like, oh, my God, is it going to explode? It's like got four of them. I'm like trying to dance around the house like a like a skier or something. No, but no, my, my R2 won't move around unless I, I put a drone uh, remote in it. So I, I control the, I, he, he doesn't, I don't have to teach him the, the three laws of robotics. I, I control him. He's not autonomous. So, but I'm, again, I'm a big star Wars fan and I go to the celebrations, you know, the big, I was in Chicago in 2019 and I did a live podcast with a friend of mine from San Diego and we we're in the, this brewery, kind of like a comedy club situation. So we weren't recording from a booth. We were actually on stage with the table and yeah. an audience. And first thing he asked me, he goes, oh, he goes, well, lots of people have traveled here to see this Star Wars thing, this and that. And he goes, what about you, Rob? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm international because it doesn't feel like it. But I'm like, yeah, I was living half hour west of Toronto at the time. And I say, he goes, well, he goes, what's the weirdest thing about coming to the States? I'm like, I have to buy health insurance. <laughs> before i went down there and and every and and all because the crowd's full of americans and they're like oh yeah i guess you that's not a thing for you right it's like it's like yeah it's very weird i i because if i got hit by a car and i was stateside like you know it cost me my house (laughs) you know what i mean like it would be if i wasn't insured yeah but here i just i have a card in my pocket it's it's a health card it has my picture on it kind of looks like a driver's license but it's that's I go to the doctors, I give that, and that's it. So if you're a Star Wars fanatic, can I toss out a Star Wars theory to you? Sure. So I just thought of this last week. So I imagine a movie that's based around like a crashed ship or a crashed fighter during the battle or during the war in a on Hoth, and they've have to survive. And every time, like so the war's over, people forget about this this one guy or whatever people forget about him on there kind of like um the guy who fought in world war ii but they left him up in a tree for 37 years and they pulled him down later because his commander never told him that the war was over so he just sat there fighting and hiding so that with hoth happens on the planet hoth but every time people go and land there they start seeing these snowmen these giant snow figures of like people and they would sit there and like look cool an artist lives here or whatever and they're taking pictures with it then the dude goes and he sits there and pokes one of their faces and realizes that it's an actual person that's frozen under the snow and then they start realizing that there's this fucking psycho killer that's just killing and freezing people and doing all this on this island you you could do that. You could absolutely could do that. There is a um, actually there's a novel. I didn't read it, but there's something about it was kind of like almost like a a stormtrooper zombie novel. It was very weird. And then again, it's not that wasn't my my jam. So, but yeah, you could definitely have something. I heard about that soldier. He was uh, Japanese, and yeah. he was on he was one of, on one of the islands. You never heard. Yeah, you could one thousand percent. Of course, if you're on Hoth, everybody and spooky stuff starts happening you're gonna think it's that wampa you know that big furry uh sasquatch thing there or you know or the bottle snowman or well that's what it looks like anyway but yeah yeah you could actually tie that in they would think it was a wampa but then you could have the spin where it's actually this rebel or this imperial fighter that's the important part is would you buy a ticket to that movie um sure i would of course yeah i would i've seen i see everything stars but um, I would highly doubt Disney 
would do anything. We're not rolling with Disney. We're going to get M. Night Shyamalan or whoever to direct that. But Disney owns Lucasfilm. So that's the problem. They have to be behind it. You'd almost have to have it like, this is Star Wars, but this is Star Wars adjacent. They'd have to give permission to do it, but they'd have to kind of sever themselves from it. It's like kind of like, you know, Disney owns Deadpool now. It's like, yeah, 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 they they didn't make it, but they now they own it. So it's kind of, it's okay, right? It's under the corporate umbrella, right? So, but yeah, I would definitely go see that for sure. Wow, man, because the DC and Marvel line gets so freaking screwy. Everything always ends up hitting this like, well, Disney and then, you know, Disney fights with Marvel. They don't want this movie to be created. Tom Holland's bitching about this. And then next thing you know, they're saying that they're going to take the funding out of Doctor Strange 2 and make another Spider-Man movie. I'm like, what is happening? Can I like I'm tired of all this. Oh, there's this guess who type bullshit with new movies coming out. Can you just tell me what's coming out so I can look forward to things? So many people are going, can't wait for the Jack Snyder cut to be released. I'm like, I'm excited too, but I'm not going to sit at home and cross off the the calendar or whatever till the day comes because waiting's just going to make it seem longer and longer. What are your feelings on that? On, re- on going back and uh like kind of rewriting history type thing when it comes to movies. Um, Zack Snyder is is a weird situation. He had a terrible tragedy when he was making the movie. I mean, his daughter committed suicide. Horrible. Couldn't finish it. They brought in Josh Wade and he put that Marvel gloss on it and it wasn't well received. Uh, so there, there's almost like there's exceptions with that, but it's happened before. George Lucas went and polished his original trilogy in the late 90s. Um, what, what are your feelings on on going back and tweaking things up or making, but not rebooting, but doing the same movie, but putting adding extras or just changing it. I think if it's going to make people a lot more excited because the first take of it was horrible. I heard a lot of people just shit on Justice League, even though I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen the full thing, but I was like, I enjoyed the parts that I saw, like the good scenes and stuff like that. But man, people are just very very picky on what they want they want like an a-star movie every single time and i just experienced this with seeing willie's wonderland like okay people even i like i'm i love every movie everybody hates i love green lantern i love any so i'm i really can see like the good out of like a terrible movie i would say but people's hopes are just way too high up even my buddy he's a fast and furious fanatic I fucking hate those movies. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten so ridiculous now. It's not even real. He goes, yeah, but the car can do that. I'm like, dude, a car cannot hit a fucking bridge at a corner with its tire, get the rope stuck under the tire and swing and catch a fucking jet. It's not happening in any time of history. I do will fall right into the ravine and die. And he goes, you're missing the point. I'm like, what's the point in that? You're going to, and he was shitting on Willie's Wonderland saying it was like a five movie. I was like, the, the fight scenes were way too quick. They were like a minute long. They should have been a way a lot longer, but then it goes in the opposite where they can go too long. And I'm like, so I like to see the best out of a movie. You know, I like, I don't really anything anybody creates. I don't want to give them that low bar. Cause you got to understand it takes time to do that. And I doubt they spent the time to get a one star cause they fucking hated you. The audience listener. No, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Well, you have to yeah, it's one of those things where you have to suspend your disbelief. And it depends on the movie. If they're Fast and Furious, I, again, I haven't watched one since, I think, Tokyo Drift. That I, was my favorite I, one, and everyone hates was that it? one. So the first one, it was like, yeah, a little weird, but plausible. See, if you're going to, if they they entrench themselves in the in the real world, right? So you have to make everything plausible. And then they start getting so outlandish because they're pumping out nine movies. 
they have to go for the biggest, bigger and better things. Now you're left with a choice. Do you suspend your disbelief and enjoy it? Or are you like, wait a second, this is, you mean, uh, this is a little weird. I remember Superman 2, years and years and years ago, the early 80s, Superman 2 comes out. Um, there's a scene at the end when he rips off the S on his chest and throws it at Zod or one of the guys. And he gets stuck to his he, face. Yeah, exactly. And because that's not Superman canon, everybody walked away and was like, what was that? That was, what? That was stupid. That was, it's like, wait a second. Wait a second. You're willing to watch a movie with a guy that can fly. He's indestructible. He shoots lasers from his eyes. You mean he has freezing breath, but that's where you're drawing the line, right? With that was stupid. So it's one of those. I do that with Star Wars, though. I do that with Star Wars when uh, my buddy, because I do like getting him upset on on his show. It's called Sith Talkers. And I just, I, I like kind of, because I'm on for the what if episodes. So I just toss out because I haven't seen any of the new ones. But I'm like, nobody talks about how Luke kissed his fucking sister. And he was like, well, they didn't know they were sisters. And I'm like, this, and even the face scratch thing, Mark Hamill got into a car accident and nobody even asked a question. They just related it to the Wampa attack. And I'm like, that was so fucking good. Like, like I, as a kid, I thought it was because of the Wampa that I find out he's in a car accident. And I'm like, oh my God, that, and nobody, and they just let it roll with that. And it just went in perfectly. And that, that was the plan. That was, that's why they, the attack was put in because they had to explain why Mark Hamill looked slightly different and kissing Genius. your sister. And also too, what, what the kiss doesn't, what it implies is that's a sister, but uh, if he's, he's a young guy in the movies, he's 17, 19 and new hope, like in the first one and empire strikes back, he might be 20, maybe 20. And there's this hot princess running around and she's kissing him. You know, he's beaten off. You know I mean, so that's why Uncle Ben imagine. burned himself. He was like, fuck that. Yeah. Or Uncle Owen. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so it's like that when you realize, oh, oh, no, oh, no, like, they, it, uh, and your twin sister, too, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, just, oh, well. I mean, Look, I can be at fault for loving myself as well, too. Sometimes I walk by like a, nap a napkin disposer, like one of those metal ones, and I'm like, God damn, I see my reflection, and then I look damn good today. You, know, you got the hair popping right. <laughs> yes, but also, but if you had an identical or, or, or a twin, no, obviously not identical, but if you had a twin sister, you know, you're not going to be like, huh. Oh, she's, she's fucking looking there's, good. There's today. a couple plot oh. holes to that movie. Somebody put up on the, have you ever seen, you know what the Urban Dictionary is? Yeah, yeah. So are people writing their own reviews of one? Well, I think I screenshotted this one because my buddy I had to send it to him because it was the funniest interpretation for Star Wars was the epic story about the dysfunctional Skywalker family. I'm like, yes, that's a very good fucking description of the movies, to be honest with you. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Yeah, it's about uh, and you get the was all the women now. I think I seen this thing on TikTok where they were. Um, how does. Padme, this princess or queen, the senator from this paradise planet, fall in love with whiny Anakin when there's, you mean, hot Ewan, Ewan McGregor there, you know, him with the Obi-Wan, you know, it is, it's like, uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not attracted to either, obviously, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a straight man, but I can see where they're coming from, you know, what I mean, it's like, so Obi-Wan Obi was like 20 something, and then she was 14 years old, and then Anakin was like six or something like that, I think, right? Yeah, we, well, he was like nine or 10 or something, Padme is four years older than Anakin. So imagine if Obi-Wan married Padme, and then oh, Anakin yeah, was the universe like, would be perfect. 
It would be credits. There's no, oh. there's no movies. <laughs> uh, makes you think. And it's like, and then people talk about with the Death Star, for instance, they think that Luke forced the bullet right into the hole. And I'm like, and then they were talking about like the propulsion of the thing. It's like an exhaust. It would be shooting out. It wouldn't let the bullet go. And I'm like, guys, we're, we're fucking in space flying really, really fast and fighting each other. We're not there's even no close gravity. to that yet. Yeah. Like, so come on now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's it's a movie because really the way the torpedoes went in, you wouldn't do the trench run. You would just fly straight at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you wouldn't do the whole trench run because you would just where is the hole? Okay, I'm flying straight at it. I'm just gonna pepper it with torpedoes until I till one goes in the hole. It just you know. Do you think Family Guy did a better version of doing the Star Wars films when they did that? Because like Seth MacFarlane, I was look, listening to the documentary on Family Guy, and he was like, they really like that was a big thing for them, but. Disney or whoever was running the the rights for that company, they didn't like they were making sure that it was done tastefully. But they were such big fans that they gave them the okay. They thought they were gonna have to do it in like a non cheesy way, but they were like, no, we want you to do it exactly like how you would do it. We admire your show. We admire all the seasons that you have on. So they let them have free range of motion. They did it respectfully. I mean, I see it now when I watch like newer seasons of Family Guy. They'll they'll mention an actor and then it'll it'll cut away to that actor and they'll be like, honey. These guys are talking shit on me. Where's my phone? I'm going to call them. They, I'm going to call them. She goes, it's upstairs. And he goes, upstairs? She goes, yeah. He goes, they know what they did. They know they messed up. And it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, too lazy to get up. And I'm like, I like that because they're also making fun of themselves, not only just attacking an actor or something. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's I family guys. It's I don't know. It's weird because when it came out, it was just so groundbreaking. And and again, I was in high school when like I'm 47. I The Simpsons came out when I was in high school. <laughs> the you Simpsons know, is like, better, in my opinion. It was. Um, I, but then again, you just it ebbs and flows. Like, was I staying home in my 20s to watch The Simpsons? No, of course not. You know, like it's one of those. But is it if it's on now, do I watch it? No, because I will watch it on Netflix or Disney now and not. See the commercials. You I would say like I'm biased because I was just on Hulu before we were chatting and I was watching Simpsons. I just that it they're so good and the fact that it's still going and running and staying up with modern times. I mean, the first couple seasons watching them are horrific just because it's really hard with the type of like it's like watching Beginning Family Guy. Then you realize how much the animation is upgraded and stuff. But I love those type of sitcoms that escape you for a little while. Like, uh, what was it? Peter was in the kitchen hitting everybody in his family like every time they would say something and then he goes to slap meg but she's already been slapped so he goes to he goes to slap her and somehow the hand comes back and hits himself in the face he goes it wasn't your turn it was my turn to get hit and i was like yes <laughs> like it was perfect yeah it's it's that it's it's that's a fantastic show it's i i i don't know it's with the with the simpsons very quotable again when i was in my early 20s like it was the biggest thing on television and it's just weird that it's still, it's still here. Like it's neat. Like it's it, my entire adult life. The Simpsons have been on. Mm. Would Wait. you would you wish you could write for a show like that? Like, would you rather do a couple of movies, like a couple of Star Warses, and be remembered in that type of fame, or would you rather write for a long run sitcom? Love to be in the writers' room for a Family Guy or a Simpsons or a, well, Simpsons would be very difficult because you end up with that. You know, the, they they say the Simpsons couch you know, the Simpsons couch gag at the beginning, yeah. you run out of things to do. Like, you know, like it's uh but yeah, I would much rather be in the writer's room for one of those. Cause you can just imagine, I'm sure there's a lot of duds on the whiteboard. You know what I mean, but 
people like that and are obviously like-minded, you know, it's, it'd be fantastic. Like, well, it's just, like, the, and there's so many. About to say the never ending, like progression of the show. I mean, just constantly still being involved with it after like 20 something years. Like, I, it, yeah, it'd be cool to get all your, if you ask somebody like, Hey, the fame of star Wars, but it doesn't last forever. Even with Mark Hamill. Yeah. He's famous at comic cons and stuff, but a lot of people are like, okay, well we're watching Rob Lowe or watching twilight with Edward. He's the famous actor. Now, you know, that fame is really popular, but it kind of dwindles off. And then it's like trying to keep your old shape. Like people morphed up Mark Hamill to his old version. Like he lost, you know, gained a bunch of weight, looks completely different. He's not the handsome young guy he once was. And I'm like, see with the Simpsons though, you could just write for a show and keep being on it. And the show would never, really lose popularity but just keep going and never age yep it just just as long as you're staying fresh or you know it's you, you it just never is it's 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 amazing how do you feel about brian cranston being dr doom i talked about this in a past episode <laughs> i was like he's a super villain type but i feel like dr doom would be perfect i i like it i was just about to mention him when you were saying about you know like the fame of mark hamill how he has a heart. He does lots of voiceover work for the Joker and everything else, but, and how he has, he'll always be known as Mark Hamill, but Brian Cranston went from Malcolm in the middle to breaking bad. And now there almost seems if the actor's good enough, people are okay with people not being what they're known for. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's almost like we've, as a society have accepted, it's like, remember Leonard Nimoy. It's like, yeah, no, you're Spock for everybody. Sorry. You can't do anything else. Like, and that was your, your pigeonholes, right? Your typecast, except guys like Brian Cranston are showing, no, no. If you're an actor and you're a good actor, just act like somebody else. <laughs> you know he's, what I mean? Like I, he's so underrated too, man. I was just watching Malcolm in the middle, like a couple of days ago. Like I just finished that up. That's why I'm on Simpsons now. And seeing him act man is just like wow like you really have a like a really talented gift because i saw breaking bad before i saw malcolm in the middle like i just started just really discovered it my buddy's like we're it's the best underrated show out there like nope like a lot of people don't watch this is an old school show and i'm like man i watched breaking bad seeing him transform from that to where he's at now like he could play a super villain that's what i picture him as well, he, he almost, he, it was almost like he was that dad from Malcolm in the Middle, but with cancer at the beginning of Breaking Bad. And that was the turn. It was a matter of, I think, where did I hear? He did an interview and he was, I heard, I must have heard him on a podcast. And he was saying, he showed him in, what was he on, a CSI or something? Or, and the, the what's, uh, what's the creator's name for Breaking Bad? Uh, um, Jillian or something? I know people are screaming at their Jake their Jillian. Jake Jillian. I think so. Yeah, and and he was trying to sell the uh, AMC on Brian Cranston. They're like Malcolm Middle guy. No, no, no. And then they showed him from the seat, um, something he did on CSI and all these other bit parts because he was a character actor for years and years and years. And they didn't realize, oh yeah, he can do both. And it was you bought his character to make it Breaking Bad, but then he, when he turns, he just it was he did it so brilliantly. It was it was um uh, it was great. My wife has a hard time with that show because she started watching it and she's like, I, she couldn't feel sympathy for that character when he started turning. Cause he was so, he was breaking bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like that loses when your protagonist is all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like you, it's like, I, I don't care if this guy lives or dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause he's just an asshole now. Then he's a, he's a drug dealer. He's it's, it's what the show is, but she had a hard time following it because 
she just couldn't get on board with him. It's like, yeah, I don't, I hope this character dies at the end. You know, that also so is weird when you're part and parcel of when a show comes out too. Like if you look at like being able to watch all the seasons of walking dead based on to when it first came out and you had to wait for the seasons and the episodes, I feel like that was when shows were more committed. Like when a series is running like WandaVision, for instance, people are like, Oh, you got to make me wait a fucking week. You son of a bitch. And I haven't even seen WandaVision yet, but I've already looked up all the clips on YouTube. So I already fucking know how everything goes. And it's like spoilers were all over Twitter that's better than seeing it all later down the road all at once. I love it. I love, I love, I love when something come new comes out. If you're not into it, like if you're, if you're not down with WandaVision, you in three months from now can watch, binge it and watch the whole thing and be satisfied or don't like it, whatever. But I like, cause I'm watching it once a week. Cause I'm a dad. I'm a husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a tradesman. I have, I have a day job. I do podcasts and I don't have 18 hours to binge an entire series so it doesn't get spoiled for me on social media. You know, and that's that would be what it would that's what you'd have to do. I like we get these little morsels, 37 to 44 minutes. Watch it, digest it for the week. You can basically stay off Twitter on Friday. And then when you get home Friday, just make it part of your Friday night. Oh, I'm gonna order pizza and watch whatever if it, whether it's Mandalorian, WandaVision, or anything like that that comes out once, you know, once a week on these streaming platforms. You can enjoy it. And then you can, if you want to jump in on just the discussion on Twitter or Facebook groups or wherever you want, yeah, sure, why not? It, it just, there's, for me, there's too much pressure. I don't have the time to binge the entire series, even or entire 13 episodes before, because there's some people that wait till midnight and they just start binge the series once it comes out and then they're, they're spoiling everything for everybody. I just, I can't keep up with it. It's kind of like if I asked you, would you want a million dollars right now or would you want a million dollars? a year for eight years you know what i mean like it's like the eventual payoffs like a month you get like five thousand ten thousand whatever all adding up to a million dollars it's like you want the eventual payoff it's like the whole reason you know those week those breaks every sunday an episode comes out is because it would have you thinking and marinating in your thoughts of like what could it be the next part it could be this could be this. going so down down so many different rabbit holes that eventually when the show got released you were like oh my god it was nothing like i expected he was the killer it's like yeah see but now you got it all saying are you still watching then you still fall asleep and then still playing three or four different episodes you got to go back and shit figure out what you watched what you didn't watch you lose the whole feeling of everything and it gives you, like it says, it gives time for each episode to marinate. And it's great for, for dramatic tension because they can end every episode with, with that cliffhanger and get people talking all week. It's, it's, it's brilliant. And I, it, I think it's the best of both worlds. It's not network television, but it gives, it's once a week. So it gives you time to, hey, I know if I, know, if I don't want WandaVision spoiled, just stay away from that hashtag on Friday until I get a chance to watch it. Stay away from all of Twitter, at least in my social feed. Holy well, yeah. shit. I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, I was like, don't, I was like, literally I saw someone going, I don't want to say WandaVision, but this, and then they commented a gift and I commented, I was like, don't you fucking dare. I know your yeah. next tweet is going to be the spoiler to it, but it's weird. Like picking out headlining news, for instance, and then doing an episode on it, you have so much to choose from because of the aspect of the first one is what WandaVision. Second one is Trump's a liar. Third one's and you're just like <laughs> yeah. all over the fucking scale. There was Oreos trending. There was Wendy's trending. There was Arby's trending about their meat mountain sandwich where someone took a picture of it and it looked like you squashed it with your foot. And I'm like, fuck, where everyone is so 
attention span is zero. It's all over the yeah. scale. Everyone's like, I'm going to do this, do this. Army Hammer tried to eat his ex-girlfriend's ribs. And then like over here, I'm like, calm the fuck down, people. One at a <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Isn't Kanye and Kim Kardashian getting divorced or something? And I that's a I, big I, thing for people. Some people can't even name the number of presidents, but they can tell you if Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, their baby's name, their family's names, their second cousins and third cousins. It's I'm mm, that that's one of those things. It's like uh, I think what do they say again? I'm middle aged man from white guy from Canada. <laughs> you know I mean, so what is it they say? Don't yuck my yum. It's like if somebody wants to watch the Kardashians, it's not for me. It's completely not for me. But if they get home and they open their bottle of wine and that's their their brain numbing eye candy or whatever, just want to watch reality television. Cool. When they make their life about it, okay, that. Yeah, it's a little weird. You know what I mean, but again, I can people can say the same to me. I love football. I love Star Wars. I love. You know I mean, there's everybody's got their thing where it's like, oh, well, why would you waste your time? It's like, oh, it's just my my. It's it's my yum. You know what I mean? But I, it's so when I see news shows, CNN breaking news: Kanye and Kim are getting divorced. What? Yeah. Like, there's nothing else on the planet going on. If if I'm watching. TMZ or if I'm entertainment tonight back in the day, of course, that's the breaking news, but it's how do these things cross over? It's, it, Oh, that's, Oh, I don't you know. Your draw, idea of, like for a football fan, you draw the line. It's okay. When somebody says, Hey, you know, they're scored a point. Hooray. And they put up a post about it. That's fine. But when the person's tweeting at one of the players, get off the bench, you piece of shit. And just starts going. You're like, all right, that's the line that needs to be drawn. You can't be doing that. That's your, you're too consumed into it. Like you're, they're going to hear your tweet. They're going to fucking understand you. No, no, no. They got a million other things going on. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And, and well, the thing, and that's with that, the whole thing, don't yuck my yum. Uh, it drives me insane. Like when somebody Super Bowl Sunday, I love football. I, it's a big thing. Super Bowls in my family were um, my New York Giants. I was actually a season ticket holder when I was living in Toronto for the Toronto Argonauts for the CFL, but that's, I don't think your audience would know anything about that. But uh, so on, for me, it was a big deal. But then you get people going on uh, Facebook or Twitter or something. Oh, is the Super Bowl today? I don't even care. But well, why'd you fucking tweet that? You know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, yay, uh, go sports ball. Go home team. It's like, hey, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like, but yet they'll sit around and like bite their nails as they're waiting to see who gets the rose on The Bachelor. You know, it's like, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. But you don't have to go and make fun. You know what I mean? Um, Whatever that that especially on a big day like the Super Bowl, you know, it's like oh, I feel bad because I did that when elections were happening. People were saying Trump and Biden, and I was like, there was something important I was supposed to do today, but I don't remember <laughs> what that was. And everyone's like saying vote, and like people were commenting angry things at me, like you need to fucking vote and vote, vote. And I was like, vote for who? Whoever's gonna run this toilet or country even more into the toilet. And I was like, I was just fucking around, but people got so angry. I was like, I didn't give a shit. Like, I, I people were so obsessed with the election to a point where I was like, Are you going to go to work tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, then shut the fuck up and stop acting like there. Whatever is going to happen is going to affect you the next day. It's going to affect all of us eventually, but it's not so intimate into your life. That's going to be like a dramatic change to where it was like, I'm not going to be able to get food for my family. It was like, 
he's not firing you. He's just, it's a no. Exactly. And it's just a different direction. And that we, we have a lot of that in Canada. We have, we have liberals, which are our Democrats. We have conservatives, which is our Republicans. And we have, but we have, we're parliamentary. So we have different parties you can vote for. Um, basically each party elects a leader. If you're the leader of the liberals, um, Justin Trudeau is a leader of the liberals. When we have an election, we have like, it's almost like Congress. If liberals, the liberals will have like 150 seats. Conservatives will have 100 seats. NDP will have like 30 seats. Whoever has the most seats is, and if you if you have more seats than anybody else altogether, you have a majority government. And your leader, the leader of that party, is the prime minister, our de facto president, right? So we don't vote for our prime minister. We vote. I vote for the the MP, which is our equivalent to a congressperson in my area. And if his party has the most seats, then their leader becomes the, the, our prime minister, right? So there's, but we have the exact same thing here. We have people on both sides. I mean, they're vehement. They only vote with their party. I've always been a swing vote. I mean, what have you done for me lately? Because the conservatives in Canada 30 years ago aren't the same as the conservatives today. Same thing with Republicans in the States. They're not the same. You know, so it's well, right and left has swung to now they're both on each other's sides. Like they've just both are completely opposite than what they used to be. You know, the right is now a little bit more like the left, and the left is kind of turning into the right with their attacks on things. And it's just like Fuck, I don't want to be I don't want to say be that person in the middle, but that's me in life and everything I do now. It's like I'm in the middle because I think all information, there is no truth. You know, people say, like, I I've talked to flat earthers and listening to them. I'm like, ah, you know, your points make sense on some shit. I've talked to people with astrophysics that know the earth's not flat. I've talked to people that know the hollow earth isn't real. I've talked to so many people, I've heard so many different perspectives. I'm that middle of the road guy where I'm like, Man, H2O might be fucking water, but an alien comes down here and it's not H2O to them. It's something completely fucking different. So just labeling it that is just one thing. And like, I got so pissed the other day when I saw a governor put up a flag on her wall that said there's male and female, two genders. That's science. And I was like, you're a fucking child. You're just doing that because the equality bill and she put an equality flag out in front of her office. You're just doing it to be a dick. And it's like, I saw that. I was just like, man, you're a fucking politician. That's a child move. I don't, I don't care what you want to do in your life. I don't give a shit. However you want to view things, view whatever you want. I know what's in my heart. I know what I talk about, but fuck. When I saw that, I was like, I don't even give a shit. That's not even a hatred thing. That's just being a little shit that didn't get their way and is kicking dust. Yep, exactly. Well, there's a lot of, and you don't have to, and you don't have to agree with everybody. Like I know there's a lot of, uh, uh, we, I listen to Joe Rogan, right? I have a job where I can wear earbuds at work, so I can I can binge his three hour episodes. You know what I mean? So, and I remember him getting on. Um, he's like, "Oh, I got a lot of friends in Canada, but oh, they're healthcare. You can't. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting." And and I'm like, "Ah, I just I would love ten minutes just to talk to him." And it's like, no, there's a difference, right? And again, it's not because I don't I can disagree with him. It, it doesn't mean I don't like him. You know, it's just like. We can disagree on things, you know, and we can have different views and that's okay. If I, if, how boring would it be if everybody thought the same, yeah. you know, like if it, it'd be, it'd be crazy. You well, know, that's, so. that's the whole point. It's like, you can have a conversation, you can disagree and you're still going to like that person, but we've turned it into, if that person doesn't believe what we believe, we just got to cut them out of our lives. And I'm like, that's not 
helping anybody. You know, the worst part about being in office is when you have a bunch of people thinking the exact same as you and not questioning anything you're doing, because then they're just agreeing with you. It's not going to make any decision. Like people are going to look at it like, why did you do that? Well, my office said my party agreed with me. It's like, you want to have that person. It's like, Hey, we can't launch a nuke at the moon. Cause that's going to affect a lot of the atmosphere up there. Right. But you can, yeah, you can, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, there's no atmosphere on the moon <laughs> and we can have a huge argument. You know, it's yeah. just, um, it's, it's just one of those things. Uh, uh and it's, I, we, and again, we don't have, a lot of people will look at us up north here and be like, oh, we, you know, oh, we're socialists. Yeah, but we're still, we do have right and left up here. I mean, they're still, but everybody's kind of on that left side. Even the conservatives are slightly socialist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but we do have far right wingers, a lot of far left wingers. Like it just, it's, it's everywhere and no one's immune to it, you know, but a lot of countries get painted. Like you said, we get painted with these brushes that it's, you know, oh, you're all this or you're all that, you know, and that's, that's not the case. We were, um, I was talking to somebody and again, not to get on this healthcare thing again, but we were, people were asking like, oh, what about you? You have a lot of wait times, a lot of our healthcare system up here. We have, um, it's government run, right? The hospitals are hospitals and they have government things and this and that, but everybody's got basic healthcare. Right. And in the States at the moment, I think, what is it? 25 or 30% that don't have any coverage whatsoever. Right. So for us, if I was starting to have a heart attack right now, ambulance would be here. My wife called the ambulance. I'd be seen right away. There's no waiting. If I broke my finger, I'm going to have to wait till the guy with the heart attack gets looked at first. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one of those well, uh, and it's, priorities. It's, it's, it's triage, right? So, and, but let's say if I have, I know Joe Rogan says, well, I knew one guy had to have soldiers, uh, uh, surgery on his shoulder. And he was like, well, oh, he had to wait a few months. Well, yeah. Cause it's not life or death. Right. You know I mean, if somebody, um, and they're saying people go down to the States for those surgeries. Well, yeah, if I was a multimillionaire and I can just go to the fly down to California, get it done. Sure. I would, you can, if you want, but you, you don't go without here. Where would you, where you would fly to the States for that? People in the States will fly to Mexico to go get fucking stem cells to go get that. Yeah, shit that's, done. that's exactly my point. Yeah. And, and Joe Rogan flies to Panama. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to jump the line, that's fine. If you want to waste your money, that's, that's fine too. But for us now, if think about us, if you're Canadian, it is in my best interest if you are healthy because of the, of the public, because uh, of our healthcare system. It's Medicare for all, right? So if you're healthy and you're not, you're not being, instead of treating what you have, if we can cure what you have and make you better and get you off disability or get you off out of a hospital bed, it costs everybody less money, right? Yeah. So in the States, it's like people go, oh, I'm insured. But when they're like that, it's like, oh, you're okay with 30% of your population not having healthcare? It's just a dip, and because it's it's a it's a money it's 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 capitalist, so people are making money off this stuff, right? For us in Canada, that homeless guy down the street, I don't want him in emerge every week. I want him to get the health care he needs. I want him to get the mental health care he needs. I want him to turn his life around so he could start contributing to our society again, instead of being being a detriment, right? Instead of costing us money. And that's just basically the, over, not everybody thinks that, but that's the overall umbrella up here. We, 
It's the same thing with the states, but the issue is a lot of those people that are homeless choose to be homeless as well, too. There's a giant population that is choosing to be homeless because they don't trust the government. They don't want health insurance because they don't want the government to have a hold over their head. You know, it's a giant thing that's going on in the world right now. It's when you start looking and finding out certain key information or research about where you're from, and it turns out they're not the nicest fucking Santa Claus person that's bringing home all the gifts. Yeah, so- there's a large Absolutely population not. that is fucking just pissed off. They don't want health insurance. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. But then, again, but that's just it. Like, again, like for them, okay. You, in the States, it's no problem. But eventually in, in Canada, if somebody is homeless, eventually there will be a strain on our system. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's better for up here. I, um, if I lost an arm and I couldn't do my job anymore, it's in our community's best interest to get me retrained on something and get me rehabilitated to do something because eventually you're off the government tit. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those, it just- Never be on the government tit. You shouldn't be, no, no. But if, again, if I'm, if I lost my arm in a car accident, um, all of a sudden I can't do my job anymore. Uh, you're on you're on disability and it's like, oh, fuck, like I don't, you don't want to be, but that's, our system is made to, and it's not always perfect. Don't get me wrong, but it's made to let's get this person back on their feet. Let's get them. You know. We should do a org, our community called podcasting for disabilities, where we go and find people who are just bored and have a disability or something that they have to stay at home and they need, they, you know, to collect money. We just get them to start a podcast and talk about life and more motivational shit than the Gary V stuff that's out there. Cause fuck that guy. <laughs> hundred percent hundred percent yeah so uh so yeah that's anyway that was my i i it irks me i i love joe rogan's podcast every time i listen there are things i i I, i've been disagreeing a lot with him recently especially all his car talk and his fucking just that stuff i i love him to (sighs) death that's how i started it but i looked at it i was just like man you're not you're just talking about a bunch of shit that a lot of people can't connect with they're like let's skip car talk an hour and a half of it's enough you know what i mean but yeah we can't all we don't own a tesla we can't yeah <laughs> i mean you're, you're talking you're 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 talking to the top five percent you're not talking to to, to lunch pail joe you know I mean yeah well rob you've given me enough of your time man where can people find your podcast at like social media links twitter um we are um uh, at roman podcast for my weekly show drops every wednesday at 3 p.m and it's just my buddy roman and i shooting the shit much like we did today uh quick half hour show yeah explicit don't listen in the car with the kids we don't lean on f-bombs and everything else intentionally but it's like us here having a casual conversation if a sentence requires a fuck so be it you know what i mean uh my star wars one is the swc plus round table a star wars podcast and you, if you're into that you can check that out but they're both separate entities you don't it's you mean they don't do a lot of crossover between those two and uh yeah so it's at roman podcast or at robert mm cast for myself and I'll make sure I link it all in the description, uh, Rob. Thanks for doing the podcast, man. And thank you for listening to this episode out of the blank.